0: Welcome to the Creating Salon Success podcast, where you will find educational and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream salon. And here's your beauty salon, systemization expert, spa owner and entrepreneur, Louisa Ashforth. I'm Louise Rush with Training Academy, Creating Salon Success. I'm here today with Karen, who is another therapist and I'm gonna let her introduce herself as always. Thank you so much for joining us, Karen. So if you want to just introduce yourself for me. Yeah, good morning everybody. Um, I'm Karen,
1: um, I'm from Ruby Warwickshire and I'm a beauty therapist, holistic therapist. Being now qualified for 10 years, it was a, a massive change for me. I changed career. So yeah, thoroughly enjoying it. I've got a little beauty room in Webelis Court, which is a retirement village. I absolutely love it. I love the people there as well. But yeah that's that's me really and i'm making it into my room is somewhere where they can just come and relax really oh, which is what
0: perfect. i want perfect it's what we're all about isn't it as therapists we want people to come and feel relaxed and especially in the world at the minute you know we need a little bit of relaxation so whatever we can do to help make all the difference can't it really everybody knows i generally start with the same sort of questions because it's, it's nice it's a nice way just to get to know a little bit about you so what book are you currently reading whether it's fiction, or to
1: Biography, personal development, whatever it is, just just share a little bit. I have got my book here, actually. Oh, very um, organised. Oh yes, I always look <laughs> into it, but it's a book on reflexology Ooh. and aromatherapy. So yeah, um, it's really interesting. It's kind of picking up a lot of things that I'm kind of focusing on at the moment. So yeah. it's all about sort of hormone, um, pregnancy, menopause, etc. So yeah, it's a really interesting. I'm not really a massive book reader i like reading stuff like sort of connects me to what i do i'm a bit like
0: that i like reading about like i'll often have like a bigger around with every book and i'll just sit and read through it and it's amazing what things you you've done a course in it but it's amazing what things you still pick up and just listening or reading about somebody else's point of view or experiences it can it can inspire you as well can't it if you you can pass that on then to your
1: clients as well Um, like you say about aromatherapy you kind of pick up if somebody comes in with something you think oh yeah, we well, will go and have a quick look. And it, some of the aromatherapy, obviously, I've only just really started looking into aromatherapy, the but yeah, some of it. And I've been having some amazing feedback from it. But I think because I'm so enthusiastic about it, oh, try this. And it does do what it, it says on the bottle, really. <laughs> I think that is key. Like
0: the more enthusiastic you are, and obviously it's genuine, it's not just saying it, the more enthusiastic you are, and the more experiences you've had with aromatherapy the or, or whatever treatment it is, it does make a big difference. So, who Inspires you.
1: It could be anybody, family, friends, you know, celebrities, whatever. um Who would you say you feel inspired by? Um, definitely my daughter. Um, she she inspires me every day. To be honest, she's um she's amazing. Really, I mean, when she went off to, I mean, I was a single parent, and obviously a single parent when she went to uni. So yeah, she went off at eighteen, and you know, it's nearly ten years now since she's wow. been been gone. And and I just um, she just amazes me every day of what she's what she's achieved. You know, she's She's, she always manages to go to London on her own. She does all this, and you know, obviously, mum always worries, but she's settled now. But she's starting her own business, and okay. she's still her way and she tells me if I'm feeling a little bit down or if I'm sort of like being a bit feeling a bit negative about the business. She sets me straight and she's like, you know, you've told me that in the past. You've advised me this and advised me that. So yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I should really listen to my own advice. You know, when a lot of people say, well, look how far you've actually come from from 10 years ago when I did start off doing mobile and then had that little bit of a break. I was still doing some, but ha- to look back on the two years and to think what I've actually achieved is is amazing really. And when I look on it, I think, oh, but I've even grown from then and she she makes me See that, and she inspires me to kind of just keep going, Mom. You know, it's it's going to happen. And then there's you, Louisa. You inspire me. Um, you know, every day. And kind of, you, you've always got this lovely way about you. You're bubbly. You talk to. You're a very open person. You know, if you're if you're down or if you've had something sort of happen, you, you know, you're honest. I'm not going to be around for a bit, and that I think that's good as well because that's what you need. You can see that, that it's okay to have some time out and just what you've achieved as well from you know from when you say what you used to do and seeing your salon and how your spa's grown and and I just think it's just looking up to these people I think and yes there are some kind of famous people that inspire me but I think in this world people like you inspire me more and my daughter well you have your bad days of course everybody does but I mean you look what you've achieved and I think I look back at what I've achieved and. I think, yeah. you know, just sort of doing sort of workshops and that and all the support that you get from your membership. And I just think it inspires me to keep going. You know, you've got Maria, you've got Lindsay and what they do. You know, they have their bad days. You know, it just it keeps me going. And I love the fact that you get everybody involved as well. And your own little group isn't it?
0: Yeah it's like a little community isn't it and uh, Uh. not to sound very cult-like but uh, you know it's it's (laughs) great to surround yourself with like-minded people and we're all in the same boat at the end of the day we're all at different levels and I think that's what's great because people will, will pull you along and then you know you'll come out with something and I think sometimes we forget to give ourselves credit like you say on where you've actually come from and where you are now you're at different stages to other people but you can be further on in some aspects of your business than they are and then you know like you said we all have down days so when when you're not motivated to do social media or your whatever and then you see somebody else has you're sort of like well if they can do it I can do it and you know you're dragging yourself along and then when you do it you do become a little bit more
1: motivated
0: and you think oh I'm so glad I did that and then it's a sense of achievement and we need people to pull us along and inspire us and you know it's a good thing isn't it
1: yeah I think for you as well, I always find, and the daughter as well. I mean, she does a lot of social. She's done that at uni. But it's okay to have two people just like your post. You know, I've looked at these, even my friends, you know, the amount of people that they, they're they in different groups. So they have a lot of people liking their posts. And the same with some of the beauty businesses in rugby. And that, you know, when you've seen that sort of, they get like 50 to 100 likes. And, you, don't, you know, and that really not, I just think. Karen, you know, it's not all about that. My daughter kind of brings me back down to her. Mom, she said, you look at what they, you know, who's looked at your post. Doesn't mean to say it's like, doesn't mean to say that they don't like it doesn't mean to so. say <laughs> yeah, it's true
0: it's true it, we, we need to focus comparing. on the insights and, and look at the bigger picture and it's amazing And I, I know we've spoken before that you've said that people have often said to you like oh I've missed your post or oh I didn't see I've seen your post or I liked that and you think well you don't physically like it it's surprising on who is there looking and we never know when we finally put a post out that makes them click like, you know, you've you've kind of captured them then. And so it's, yeah, we've got
1: to think of the bigger picture. And um, I think it's nice how you, like you said, you just, it's just so natural, I suppose. It's like reality almost, isn't it? You know, you, you look at these big, businesses and you think oh, that's just not normal <laughs> and um yeah that's what I like I just like um how it is and sort of my daughter's like I said she inspires me but she kind of brings me back down to this kind of earth and says "Not, mom I've got so much I've got to do and I know I have and I was quite quiet yesterday I'm always am anyway when my daughter goes home <laughs> kind of I don't want to have this massive big beauty room I suppose I don't want those people because then that stresses me out even more I just want my regulars and you know I want that sort of more down-to-earth feel about yeah. things. It's not-
0: achieving that success sometimes isn't it and success yeah. being like a balanced life and actually you going to work and enjoying what you do people enjoying your services and that's more successful sometimes than having a massive business and now that I'm saying that you shouldn't do that but it's what you One isn't it, and and I know you've got lots of different plans. So I don't think you've got the time to build a massive empire of a salon because you've got too many other directions that you're heading in. But but I know that's some of that secret for now. He's exciting. So you've got lots of things that you're doing. Yeah, they're
1: they're my two people, and um also the the client that I have. He's a gentleman, and you know he's eighty five, and he's just amazing. And he's he's like really picks me up every day when I see him, and he's always telling people about my business and reflexology. And I think he inspires me in He's my ideal client as well. And it's him, he picks me up, you know, when I feel a bit down yes. or I've gone in and he said, Oh, I've been speaking to so and so. He says they're really interesting this. And he picks me back up again. And you know, he'll go out of his way to help myself and the hairdresser to get people in and that. And he's always telling me sort of things of how to, to do it. But he's he's had an amazing life and you know he's always out there to help people. And he's he's a massive inspiration. I, uh-huh. you know, I want to be like him when I get old. I want to be helping people, and you know, not old, I suppose. And it's like now that's what I want to do.
0: I think that's what you are all about, isn't it? From what we've spoken about, and I think it's great to take inspiration from clients because, in many ways, older, younger. When you see um, how beneficial you are to them, that's inspiring to you because it makes you want to do that more, doesn't it? And I know how passionate you are. About about um, helping others so tell us a little bit about your passions in your business because i know that you've gone in a few different directions like from the start and i know that you are changing so tell everybody sort of where you're at in your business and where your passions lie now okay so
1: my my passions has always been massage from an early when i first started and I wanted to look at doing beauty it was massage I wanted to do hot stones and they said to me that you'd have to do Swedish massage first so I was like oh okay so then I did do like level two beauty because that they said all that got massaging which is pedicure and manicure and facial as well you know obviously facial involves massage so yeah so it kind of like built up from that and then I got a little room I did mobile but then I rented a little room um in there there the lady came from a training and she with a hairdresser who's doing level three and she said to me she says you know you can you know it was just I was in the right place at the right time because she says oh you know you can do level three beauty and I says well no because I'm on my own and only me and you know I'm self-employed she goes no you can be your own apprentice so I was and and that's obviously introduced me to Swedish massage, hinging um, and all the like the electrical, facial, et cetera. And that was it. It was like this is what I wanted to do. And I was so excited to then bring it into my beauty. But then Things happened, and um, I I ended up having to, because I was still a single parent at the time, and I know they'd brought in a new thing about um, bedroom tax or something, and I just couldn't afford it. And I had quite a sort of, when I spoke to the tutor, she didn't want me to go at all. She was like, no, no, you've got to finish this. So she actually got me a job at a beauty salon in in the town. So I worked there, and it was amazing, really, because it gave me that experience as well but it also kind of directed me into wanting to do more massage because that you know you did everything from waxing nails etc and um so yes. Yeah, so then I went and worked in an office for then five years and it, nah, my passion was still there every day I still thought about helping people how can you help people and um so yes yeah, so and then I opened up um just the tonic in um, a beauty room in and I absolutely love it I've set it up so it's it's amazing I mean from from two years ago when I first started in there but my my absolute passion now is this People walk past my room and they, when I've set it up ready, they just go, oh, that is amazing. That's so lovely. Even they just want to come in and just curl up on the couch. (laughs) So yeah, so definitely my passion is, so much massage and even sort of you know when they fall asleep and they start snoring that's that's me makes my day Biggest <laughs> but, <from> then, <laughs> but then I get a lot of feedback from they don't want to fall asleep because they want to feel every kind of um, routine sort of they want to feel it all they want to feel their muscles and you know getting into their knots and stuff so I'd, I can't believe how aromatherapy has set my passion off as well and I think listening to you Louisa and now incorporating it into lot of my massages to help even more especially kind of menopause and that has really started to affect me personally now but it's not just menopause it's hormones as well and knowing um how you can help somebody even sort of like you know an 80 year old lady that I do she just comes in and she loves all the reflexology and that but yeah just trying to help these ladies and and men as well I mean I know they don't get menopause but (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) midlife crisis I think they have don't they bless them oh
0: gosh yes (laughs) but yeah (laughs) it's amazing
1: (laughs) I can't help them with a new car but or whatever they want but I can help them to relax a bit and I do find men get a lot out of massages as well so but yeah definitely just the holistics even hearing that word holistic aromatherapy makes you feel relaxed anyway and and I get excited And even, you know, about sort of when I get somebody booking online, back massage, and I'm like, yes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh it's so nice isn't it, when people book online and it's a treatment you really want to do and if it's a new client, uh, you start thinking like oh all oh, right what am I gonna you know you you always want to get all your oils ready but you don't know them so it's like a a new venture with that client isn't it and it's really important to get to know your clients isn't it and I know you do like aromatherapy consultations as well don't you to add into your treatments which I think can set you above other salons as well because it's a different avenue to go down so many people just do nails or or standard massage, which is obviously amazing and gorgeous. When you start adding aromatherapy in, you can really make some changes to people. I know you've benefited with like your menopause symptoms and we were speaking earlier about your target audiences and your target clients. And we always have like set ways of looking at them, but then you can't beat getting somebody in the door who matches you. You are in a way your target client. And right now you're, I know you've said to me before that you want to help people with menopause symptoms and hormones, et cetera and and you are doing that now aren't you you are it's like like attracts like you are attracting those people into your
1: salon aren't you uh, any any hormonal kind of symptom or whatever they have and definitely sleeping. i'm attracting a lot of people i don't suffer too bad with with sleeping, to be fair. I do get up in the middle of the night because I always have that much water during the day. I do get up in the middle of the night to go to the toilet, but it's like, it's just relaxing. It's mine, mine's more anxiety, so I know how it feels. And you think I had anxiety when I was a lot younger, um, but then I overcame it. Now it's coming back, which is normal anyway, Um, but all that anxiety is starting to come back. And I've actually found aromatherapy has really helped with that with my anxiety because it relaxes you it's like the lady with um postnatal depression that I, i'm starting to treat she's she's found it's she wants to sort of relax just take her away she looks she absolutely adores her children you know but she said she just felt so depressed and yeah and i could relate to that because that's how you feel during perimenopause as well it's very strange how your hormones can really can really affect the whole way you think of, I feel like I'm a completely different person but I'm not you know when I say I just feel complete don't feel it's me and they're like look at me and I say well it is we haven't noticed it but I do yeah but I I find that certainly using aromatherapy oils really helped with that as well as putting massage into it as well and um just helping helping people as ladies that have a lady that suffered with a sinuses doing some reflexology and she was amazed it's actually cleared a lot of her nose and yeah you know again i used oils in that i looked it up and she came the first time then i knew what she wanted sort of like the next time and i always tell them afterwards are you okay if we use aromatherapy in the next one and a lot of them are very keen to to sort of learn about that as well and to see what can help them so yeah but it's just—I don't know—it's just an amazing feeling when you've you've done something, and you know—and I've got that buzz, and and I just think, oh, just when somebody's coming, especially the elderly ladies with kind of eighty-five-year-olds that are not sleeping, you know, and it's they come in to and help.
0: There isn't it? And it's not an ego thing. It is just when it's your passion and you want to see a difference. When you are told that you're making a difference. It's, well, it's job satisfaction at its best, isn't it? And um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so what, what are some key oils then um, that you would recommend or that you find yourself using and recommending a lot to your customers?
1: Yes, definitely lavender. I think that's my, my massive. I love lavender yeah. um, anyway, because it smells gorgeous and rosemary I found as well is a lovely smell. Yeah. Um, clary sage has been a sort of like a lifesaver i think in as regards to um some of my menopausal symptoms like you know not necessarily like i said i don't i don't struggle to get to sleep but it has helped i think to relax me more because it's more my anxiety than anything and sorry about that my phone's buzzing it's okay. so yeah so i clary sage lavender rosemary and even funny enough basil now but you've kind of introduced me to because it's an uplifting oil and it's surprising how many people have actually more noticed that more because i found that when um they come in and they want to relax first thing i say you know what how what oils do you like or you know smells and the first one they always say is lavender but I think it's only because... They're obviously not aware of the other ones and the other smells
0: yeah lavender is very well known isn't it Whereas some of the others like you say like basil it's not um obviously it's a well-known thing that you put in food and stuff like that but you don't often associate it with aromatherapy do you and i have a lot of people comment in my salon we often have it on in reception in the diffuser and people will often say oh what's that and oh i've just been sat there i feel lovely and it's amazing how quickly aromatherapy can impact
1: your brain isn't it you know? lemongrass i think is a massive one for me i I um I tend to use hot mitts when I'm cleaning people's feet before reflexology or refreshing people. So that sounds a lot better, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> anyway, that. So yeah, I read somewhere about lemongrass. So I always put a couple of drops on and t- let them know. So I put some lemongrass on. That's just, and then, I, oh, I wondered what that smell was. Peppermint as well. I have a lady that comes in and she has um bad headache and she had to postpone her treatment just before I went on holiday and I remembered I thought right okay peppermint oil so I put some peppermint on on her I'd put a towel down by her sort of so she could smell it yeah um and yeah she was like oh she said that's nice I said that actually helps with headaches oh she said it does it's refreshing and she really liked that she said because I said I'd put it on her feet but there's all oh, I can smell that so that's lovely Aww. so yeah, just little things I think I love finding out when somebody comes in and they say they've got this issue or you know Know, like the postnatal depression straight away the next time I did some research and I found what oils were really going to help her because straight away she said lavender she'd been using that but of course you're uplifting as well which come on basil <laughs> and
0: that's why people are coming to you because you're going away and researching and I think there's nothing better than doing some customers that, that's like customer service at its best isn't it because you're treating your clients like they're almost friends that you want to help and you're getting to know them and I think when clients know that you you actually really want to genuinely help they want to really come back as well and it's very impacting on your business and on their lifestyle and then obviously on you personally when you are you want to help people and then when you are helping people and the feedback that you get it's just it's fantastic isn't it and
1: you know that they just come here and my I've helped her. a friend of mine she's been coming in for reflexology for um for a good year now she I started chatting to her about sort of therapy how it can help and it's she's just always sends me so much brilliant feedback afterwards she says i've had the best night's sleep she said i felt so relaxed because she really struggles with her sleep and um it's brilliant really and there's so many other people as well that are coming to me and saying oh i reckon my daughter or my son would probably benefit from from that because you know from reflexology as well so yeah i want to be i want to be on the map absolutely it's
0: such a great way there's so many different little things you can do to it um add aromatherapy into your life isn't they and it's just it's can work wonders and you think this little pot of oil or jar of oil it's just magic and um, obviously you can just use one oil but using mixtures and that's where obviously a professional like you come in you can really advise people and tailor it to their their needs so if somebody if you was going to give someone a top tip on aromatherapy and using it at home what would you I don't know what, what common thing would you say for them to do like an oil or something or what would you what's a top tip?
1: Yeah, I think as I'm learning as I to go along every day school day as regards to therapy definitely the top tip that I've obviously got from from you but it's actually putting lavender on your bottom of your feet before you go to bed and it, it calms you as well which is a massive thing with perimenopause etc with your hormones it can it can really mess them up and so putting that on the bottom of your feet to try and relax um having a little diffuser as well and I always say either put some clary sage or sage because sage helps with um that can help with night sweat etc and sort of hot flashes and I must admit I hardly get them at the moment because i am using sage a lot more um but yeah definitely don't be sort of you know ask my advice and then I can find out and just use them because they're amazing really yeah. you know so many people say oh I've got lavender at home but I've never used it use I it. get that a lot they no. go, oh, I've got no. loads of oils
0: I'm like oh what do you do though they're still in the packet why
1: yeah <laughs> no. I mean I always say as well put some some lavender on the pillow or put it somewhere even my husband sleeps better now than what he used to before he used it you know and it's just very calming and like I say just have a look sort of google and see what oils can help you and you know it's a fascinating even, like i said every day is a school day isn't it and even if a client came to me she goes oh you know what i bought i bought that and that really worked." oh really so i look it up and help, what's helped them I, I like to hear it and use them because that's what they're there for and absolutely
0: and there's no there is right and wrong but you know like i want to say there's no right and wrong with aromatherapy it's almost like a little bit of a practice makes perfect but your body changes so you go with what your body's doing don't you and some people say to me oh, i can't stand lavender well, it's one of the most popular oils but it doesn't mean lavender is not the whole of aromatherapy. You know, people often mistake it and think like, oh, I don't like lavender, so I don't like aromatherapy. But there's so many different oils that do as much or more or yeah, as lavender, but they all do different things. So it's so good to get professional advice from yourself. Or like you say, you can Google things, but obviously, just be a little bit careful with Google. It's always good just to speak to somebody who's in the know, kind of thing, is it? So, okay, speaking about products and oils and things like that. If you were to go on a desert island, what skincare product would you take with you? It could be aromatherapy. It could be makeup
1: whatever but what product would you have to i always use? have to take the softest silk <laughs> <laughs> i absolutely love it and again it's got essential oils in um i've always liked serums anyway because i always find that they almost like they feel like they're really nourishing your skin so yeah definitely would take absolutely loads of them
0: yeah. <laughs> well, it? Um, it is a really really popular product it's not one that i've always used even though it is my range but it shows you just go with what your skin needs but i find the older i'm getting them more I need to use it, but you know, that's life, isn't it? it? Is what it is. Definitely a very, very popular product. I've got yeah, it, it's funny because sometimes when I ask people like their favorite products of like LA skincare, for example, and when they say the serum, I'm always like, oh, okay, it's you know, because it's I don't know, there's other products that I think for me I like better. But Obviously, everybody's different and the skin works differently. And like you say, the of is full of essential oils, full of rosehip oil, which is a natural retinol, lots of things that really, really benefit your skin. And there's so much jam-packed into it it's rightfully a a really popular product but until you start using it you think oh i'd have gone with the plump me up or but then layer those two together so after silk and plump me up
1: yeah, amazing so <laughs> but that's yeah I do, do. <laughs> I do have the two I think if I was stuck on a, a desert island there'd be nobody looking at me anyway would they we'd plump me up so <laughs> <It's> not, yeah, <laughs> it's a a to be de- 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 <laughs> uh, get the smells of the aroma yeah
0: exactly because, like, yeah, you're right you're
1: yeah. right
0: but yeah that's another topic we could talk skincare all day couldn't we so okay so lockdown's obviously been and hopefully gone but not been negative but I never thought we'd have two let alone three so hopefully we won't get another one but who knows but not being negative during lockdown and COVID, what did you become obsessed with, if anything, like food, exercise, lots of different things? And I ask this question because it's quite interesting what people do say. I have heard some good ones. Was there anything in particular that you became a bit obsessed with during lockdown? Yeah,
1: um, I like to go for my morning walk and it was, I think it was last year when I was doing my normal walk I always talk to my daughter as well and so we have a chat and yeah I we always went around the cemetery just up the road so my grandparents are, are buried there and I always used to go up in the morning and say morning to them and when it was um, remembrance day, say the poppies they'd put um, poppies next to all the service graves and so I went around them and there's a grave Um, just up from my grandparents and I noticed that his name was Horace which was my other granddad's name I was like oh so I started saying morning to him and my daughter's like what are you doing mum and I said I'm just saying morning to Horace oh she says okay so then I got this little route round the cemetery and I walked round the other side and there was another Horace and I was like oh there's another Horace here so I said morning to him because they were very young and you know and it's quite sad but Mm -hmm. you know because it was my granddad's name it kind of know so i used to say morning to him but then i felt i had to say morning to everybody then so i used to stand there and go morning but it came it came as like a routine it was almost like i love doing it because it's such a peaceful place anyway and the time i used to go there wasn't a lot of people about it was just really peaceful and i always felt like you just had that connection with them because they had the names but yeah i started doing that every morning and it became kind of my morning routine even my daughter then started saying morning to them you know she came up the other week and she went round. she goes right mum I'm going to go around and find these horses." so she did
0: well that is definitely a new one walking around the cemetery you know what I'm sure they appreciated it and uh, yeah. offered you up for the day as well
1: so it uh... set me up got me fresh air got me walking and it was just it was just nice it was like walking through there they're always lovely peaceful places anyway have that little walk now and you know to go to a mall and yeah just and then I remember the um, there was one very scary time though when it was October and it was Halloween and somebody had been up there and put a pumpkin but I took a photo because it was very misty and so I took a photo from my daughter because I was in there and she was like mum I can't believe you're in there at sort of that time of morning with all this fog so I showed her but then we looked closely at the um actual photo and there was actually a gentleman in there who'd got a black long black coat on it looked really spooky but she was like mom and i was like it's all right. he' a man with um a push chair and he was on his phone he stopped but he did look oh. very eerie very yeah, spooky can just so she could can... get out but i was like i on fire became and and now i just love doing as it. it's just, just come in touch with me. even now i try and get up there as much as i can to Do go around so it
0: gives you a bit of an appreciation for life in a way and obviously what we were all going through at the time and still are to an extent it just makes you think a bit differently I suppose and it makes
1: you realize that life is very short isn't it and you have to make the most of it and it certainly kind of pushed me along I think to achieve my kind of my dreams and that because being my age you know time's ticking on as they say But, you know, I still want, I've still got lots I want to achieve. And I think doing that, it just gives you that little bit of a push to, you know, life is very short on this earth and we have to make the most of it. Yeah, just looking after myself as well, how, how it kind of made me feel once I'd finished the walk and that and I just felt so much better being out there
0: like in a morning I mean you know I speak about it a lot but it is really really good to get your mind in a a good place and I know you've got lots of ideas on your business and you want to do lots of different things and I think sometimes when you take a little bit of time out it gives you a little bit of perspective and a bit of focus so I am really excited to I don't want to share it because I know it's like a bit of a you know something in the making but it is really exciting where you're going with your business and the different ideas that you've got so it's it just shows that it's never too late and you can always achieve those and I know you've got a lot of support from your daughter too and she she's a bit of a driving force isn't she 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 really That's was fine. a moment <laughs> but then That's also a back in as well when you get a bit too excited
1: yeah, definitely she's she is she's a She's
0: a diamond oh, It is so good. It's so good. So how would you say your business has transitioned then from lockdown? Because I know we were talking earlier and, you know, sometimes we, comp- like you said, we compare ourselves to other salons and how well things are doing or how many likes people get on social media. And I think we forget to congratulate ourselves and the fact that you have been doing your business. I know it started 10 years ago, but you've really kind of honed in the last few years and you've managed to keep it going through lockdown, through a pandemic. I think that is a pat on the back in the Itself. there's a lot of places that have closed which is awful uh, or some have just kind of just transitioned they might have closed their premises but gone mobile and and people have done what's right for them so what would you say has been a bit of a transition for you in your business during this time They're
1: definitely lockdown and people kind of um, acknowledging the fact that they need more well-being you know, looking after themselves. I think a lot of people are looking more at massages and looking after themselves more because obviously COVID is not a nice thing to have. And it, you know, I think it makes you realise as well how, how looking after yourself, Makes a huge impact on how you are going to face these kind of viruses, etc., and illnesses. Obviously, with winter fast approaching all the time, and just looking at yourself, and it makes you feel so good as well. And it's changed in that before lockdown, I'd still I started having a lot more nail clients, a lot more. With sort of you know, friends had said, "Oh, go to Karen. She does gels and da da da." So I was finding I was getting a lot of gel nails come in, completely changed when I went back in whenever it was July, wasn't it? How people were sort of inquiring more about facials, which would, you know, that was one thing I never really did much on and also massages. And that has completely changed the whole dynamics of my business now. And the rooms changed from two years ago. when I first started to got butter in there now, I've got a nice light screen, but it's it really is showing to be more like a spa room then you know so it's like a mini spa but <laughs> well, that's where your passions how are I isn't? wanted it yeah so said earlier,
0: like attracts likes so and maybe yes if I'm sure a lot of it is lockdown and people focusing on their inner health and well-being but maybe a little bit of it is you as well that you're putting out yeah. there to the universe that's what you want to attract that's where you want to go and you're doing all these extra courses extra workshops and so maybe you are actually unknowingly it shows how powerful law of attraction can I think, Um, I'm sure some of it is to do with lockdown as well. It's great that your business is transitioning where you want it to go, really,
1: isn't it? And I think, you know, I look at lockdown as a positive. Because, you know, you had that bit of time out where you had to sort of really step in and have a look at not just where where I wanted to go, you just go with it, don't you? I just wanted yeah. to open this room and just do what, and it was like what people wanted. Yeah. More than what I wanted to t- kind of attract. So I think because I was just, everybody was saying, oh, do you do nails, do you do waxing? And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, just to get them in. And I think it changed after, obviously, the mm, first lockdown was, wasn't it? Where I was, I wanted, I was looking after myself a lot more, I think, during lockdown, which is obviously, like you say, it's attractive that now rather than when I first opened, I just wanted people in. So it didn't matter. They wanted nails, they wanted everything. I hardly did any massages then, really. I did reflexology, um, but that was about it. And I think, like you say, that, it's that mindset, isn't it? It's, it's incredible how it changes everything and the dynamics. And I look back on it now, my biggest most popular treatment now is actually reflexology. Wow,
0: just shows like, it? it
1: out there. Yeah, yeah. And I know
0: that you put it all on your social media, I've seen it, you you know, you, you're you very driven and, and the impact it can have on people's life is quite powerful and then it, obviously it's good for you because that's where you want to go but I think it's really difficult. Well, before lockdown, very, very few people would ever take a step back from the business to actually look at where it's going, where you want it to go and is it going in the right direction for you? Because you can have a business that can be successful but if you're not fulfilled by your business it doesn't really matter how successful it is because you're going to start to resent and you're going to start to feel unfulfilled and then a bit down yourself because you're not following your true path and it's because it's it's a big thing to say no to people isn't it so if we don't do nails anymore so when we say no we don't do nails I still cringe saying it because I think but you've got to stick to it and like you said earlier I've built a spa if I focus all on nails we wouldn't have the time to put into the spa so then you've built something that's not going to work and a business is like that you're building it all the time whether it's physical actual material things or just in yourself and the direction that you go in it's a process isn't it you know good on you for you know saying no to people and focusing on where you want it to go
1: and you're attracting those people which is what you want isn't it? you just, when I first opened, that that was it. You just wanted to get as many people in as possible. But now it, it's it completely changed. And I think it's just changed my way. And it's okay to say no. It's okay to have like, what, two people in kind of a week or something. Because you're building it up. You're getting yeah. that. And don't be disheartened by, you know, if only two people are booked in and both of them have been nails and eyebrow wax or whatever. I just then come home and I'm working on doing like a blog or doing something else I'm always concentrating on my business and I I worked for a sandwich shop I did part-time um there and then I had my room but that I was finding that was really impacting my my own business because they were they were swapping hours and days and that so I couldn't book anybody in further down because I wasn't getting my shift until my shifts until like the end of the month but then of course when you've got people coming in and they come oh I want to come in full weeks for a massage, you know, I had to keep cancelling them and that. So that yeah, really good, uh, that it? yeah, so that kind of really upset me. But then Hubby says, Karen, just leave. <laughs>
0: and I think he's <laughs> right, because you need that time to work on your business to work out where you're going. Otherwise you're too even if you you're doing two jobs, there's no way you can focus on the business and what you want to do. You're just kind of going through the motions all the time, aren't you? And, and that's not healthy for you. And that's not good for your clients. And it's almost like you're just doing everything and anything. And obviously I can See you have' like gone through so much to get to where you are and you're doing absolutely amazing what words of wisdom would you give to somebody else like in in the beauty world in the beauty business what would you sort of just tell somebody
1: i think i would say definitely find your passion whether it is nails whether it is massage or whatever but find that passion don't let anybody sway you one way and just go for it as well i've, I've learned that much that really push yourself and go for it you're probably going to have some days where you don't get any people and you're going to get these people that have probably cancelled and that but just keep going and you know and just remember you are doing amazing and you know look how far you've come and and being sort of go for it you know if you want to do something do it you know it might not be for you but you're not going to know until you've tried it and try not to listen to too many negative and don't look at other people don't compare yourself to to other like um, businesses like beauty businesses and a lot of the time when they do put out I'm so busy I've got no it's because they're not you know you don't always <laughs> know it's so that. easy to
0: put on social media yeah. isn't it how busy I am or oh, I'm so busy I'm this good on them if they are oh, that is yeah. advice don't compare yourself it's so easy to do that and it's hard not to you've got to stay focused on where you're at what you want yeah. and that is like a, a really solid mindset stay focused on where you are with that thanks so much for listening I'm Louisa Ashford I hope you have got so much value from this podcast as always Thank you so much to our guests for coming on. Now, if you haven't already, please subscribe to my Podbean channel. And also, don't forget to take a look at my YouTube channel so you can see all of these exciting videos. There is also the membership site, louisaashworth.co.uk. And, of course, the free Facebook group where there is loads of educational material for creating salon success. Thanks so much.